0: How to deal with holiday loneliness Hello and welcome back, my name is Rob Wong This is the Great Date Guy Podcast And in this episode, I'm going to teach you How to deal with the holiday blues If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling alone If you feel like you have no direction in life If you're just feeling lonely or you're having an off day, and it's Thanksgiving, and it's a day when people should be getting together with family, or you should be feeling good, and you're in a place where you're not, well then, this is an episode for you. So one of the first things that you can, and I'd recommend that you do, do, is take a minute and recognize that you're grieving you're grieving something that you have lost something that you might have had or something that you wish you had and there's nothing wrong with any of that grieving is a pretty natural process it's how we get through tough times and when we are in a position to grieve the best thing to do is just allow that grieving to take place take some time be angry be sad um The best way to process emotions, the best way to process grief, is to experience both emotions. And that could look as simple as taking some time to journal about what you're angry about or what you're sad about and just take some time to flip over to the other side. That could be as simple as having a conversation with someone and letting them know what you're sad about. Again, just making the request and getting those emotions out there. It could look like watching a YouTube video to cry. It could look like grabbing a pillow and punching it or slapping it with a a rope or whatever it is that you need to do to get those emotions out there. Now, another way to approach this is to take some time and get vulnerable. Um, one of the biggest complaints that people have, one of the biggest points of pain and suffering during the holidays, um, is that sense that we are alone, that we don't have a safety net, that there's no one to turn to. And that can be really hard sometimes. That can be really difficult. And so during those times, it can be helpful to take a minute to just remember that there is always at least one person to reach out to. At least one person that you can talk to. And that one person might be your pet. That one person might be a stuffed animal with a face on it. And that's also completely okay. The most important part of this process is that you take a minute to say what's actually there for you. I'm alone. this hurts. This sucks. I wish I were there with family. I wish there was something I could do about this situation, but I can't. And the more vulnerable you can get, the more you can let your guard down around this other person or this stuffed animal or a pet, then the better and more connected you will get a chance to feel. This is entire process. Most of our reality is comprised of how we feel about certain situations. It colors our experiences. It adds value, depth, and meaning to it. So in taking time to express something that's deeply vulnerable to you, well, you get a chance to beat back that loneliness too. Connection is all about vulnerability, and our brains don't actually care what we're getting connected to. As long as we get to feel the emotions, that's what's important. So if you want an answer to your loneliness, That's a place to start. And it might seem sad. It might seem pathetic. And don't listen to those. Don't listen to that voice. It's just a voice in your head. At the end of the day, loneliness is pretty deadly. It's pretty bad for us. Being lonely has the health impact of smoking 13 cigarettes a day. And loneliness drives some of us to kill ourselves. I've certainly been in a a place where I was so lonely that death felt like a pretty reasonable option. So if it takes having a conversation with a stuffed animal, if it takes reaching out to someone that you haven't spoken to in months or years so that you can get a little bit of something off of your chest and to create that connection so that you don't have to go to the extreme, so that your brain doesn't spend all day in a really dark place, I say it's worth it. I say go for it. Now I'm also gonna leave you with the third, final, and maybe the most important and powerful piece. So thanks for listening with me up until this point. The third piece is this. Anytime that you feel a strong emotion, in order to get through that strong emotion, It's just about creating another, stronger emotion. It's all it takes. So if you feel sad, in order to get out of that sadness, sometimes you just need to feel a stronger amount of anger. (laughs) Sometimes all you need to feel is a stronger amount of joy. And you can use whatever means necessary, right? Listen to comedy, stand up, watch a movie that you love. Have a Zoom call with someone that you care deeply about. Take a minute and go deeply into gratitude. It doesn't matter what approach you take. What does matter is that you take a second to get fully expressed in terms of those emotions. And I promise you, by the end of that process, you will feel much, much, much better. If you're a guy, chances are that the emotion that you're resisting is sadness. Culturally, we're not really allowed to express that. We are, however, really encouraged to express anger, so that one's well taken care of. Sadness, not so much. So take a minute and be sad. And if you identify as a woman, uh, culturally, you <laughs> we don't really allow women to express anger. So it may be as simple as addressing that instead. Whatever the case may be, whatever you identify as or don't identify as, in general the point is just to experience your experience to not resist it and recognize that the more time that we spend resisting those moments um the more painful they end up being for a longer amount of time it's kind of like ignoring a splinter in your toe until it's like so deeply wedged in the toe that it's like impossible to remove and now every time you step it just it hurts and it sucks and it started bleeding Um, We wouldn't do that for a splinter, so why would we do that with emotions? It's pretty much the same thing. And uh, as I'm talking about this, one of the things that I'm remembering is that you can also snap out of this state without having to be around people. Now, I highly recommend that you take some time to be around people, um, even if it feels like it would look bad, even if your brain is telling you that you don't want to do this, you don't want to be a burden, screw that. If you can be around people, even virtually, that's often enough to address the symptoms. But if you can't, if you really can't bring yourself to make that jump over, and believe me, I understand this, this is is something I've been through a number of times, then you can also address it on your own. And you can do that by hitting flow state. Now flow state is achieved by consistently taking risks, right? Taking risks and Seeing that there's no danger in taking those risks, and they don't have to be big risks. Maybe you're jumping further than you've ever jumped before. Maybe you're going running, and you hate running, and you're just pushing through the pain, and that's a risk. And when you do, you'll hit flow state. Maybe you're expressing yourself in a way that you've never expressed yourself before. Singing, or dancing, or spazzing around on the ground. Take 10 minutes out of your day to take a risk and push through the discomfort of that risk. You don't have to be around other people to do this. And I promise you that if you do that, it'll put you in a much, much better place. Now, if you got something out of this episode, um, actually, first, I'm going to recommend that you just take some time to do these things. If you're in a position where you feel painfully lonely, if you're in pain in general just emotional pain if you're suffering if you're going through depression take some time and do these things right get some sun make sure that you have enough water eat some food take care of yourself just because you're having a bad day it's oftentimes our bodies give us the wrong signals it's like no i don't want to eat when in reality taking care of ourselves often has the biggest possible impact on our mood. Once you've done these things, once you've taken care of yourself, if you got something out of this episode, please, please, please like or subscribe, leave a comment, join, whatever option is presented for you, whether it's rating or, yeah, I I don't know how it looks on every single platform. Or I guess following? Following is another option. Any interaction that you have with this channel helps us grow just a little bit more. Um, And even if you didn't like this episode, if you rate us, that still helps us out. So thanks for listening. And I sincerely hope that this helped. And I guess maybe I'm not done. Maybe what I want to close out with today is with gratitude. Thank you for being a listener here. Thank you for being part of my virtual family and for trusting me with your time. You could have been anywhere else, but you're here and you're listening, and that's something that means a lot to me. A lot of times when I make these podcasts, I I don't know that anyone is going to listen. I don't know if anyone's going to get value out of it and my worst fear is that it's going to be like it's going to be like a one star episode someone's going to listen to this they're going to hate it and then it's going to show up on the podcast and then other people will think that it's not worth their time um and just the fact that you're here and that you're listening and whether you've listened to one episode or all of them uh it makes a difference for me it really does um This podcast has been running for over two years now, I think. And if it weren't for you and people just like you, um, you know, I I think my journey would have looked really different. I've gotten to change dramatically in terms of who I am. Um, The way I talk, the way I interact with people is different because the time that I spend on this podcast helps me with that. I get a chance to feel like I'm smart, like I'm a little bit internet famous, like what I have to say is valuable. And yeah, every time you listen to an episode, that helps me a lot. So I don't say this very often, or at least not to this level. But uh, yeah, I appreciate you. And that's what I mean every time that I say, thank you for listening. So, yeah, that's what's left. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, We'll be talking about online dating. So, a little bit lighter than today. Take care, and happy holidays.